Hello everyone. Welcome to the fourth episode of Connect, a podcast by Area K1. Today we have with us a very special guest who is going to enlighten us about how Toastmasters has helped his corporate journey. Let me introduce him to all of you before we dive deep into the episode. Distinguished Toastmaster Chayan Pan is a lifetime learner, an associate director with Cognizant, and a co-author of an Amazon bestseller. He discovered Toastmasters by chance and has played various roles in clubs and the district. As club extension chair, he saw the district open the second largest number of clubs and opened opened in a Toastmaster year in the world. And in the past year, he was a President's Distinguished Division Director. Chayan serves this year as the district chief judge in District 124, responsible for training judges and chief judges for contests. Chayan lives by the lines, if you can dream it, you can do it. Thank you so much, distinguished Toastmaster Chayan, for being here today. Thank you so much, Rohit, for inviting me. Uh, so I would like to start by asking you, which I ask almost all of my guests, the first question is that, how did you get to know about Toastmasters and why did you decide to join it? So it's a very interesting story. Uh, I was working with the organization TCS and uh, I was asked to participate in the organization training. And this training required me to sell something to a group. And I thought I did a fantastic job. We had 19 participants, 18 told me how wonderful I was. And then one guy who said that you did not do a good job. So obviously I was crestfallen. But then there was this one old gentleman who had come to the meeting where he was not supposed to be there actually. He was misdirected there, who came up to me and said, you know, you should join Toastmasters. And I had no idea what Toastmasters was. So he said, you go and find out in the intranet. I'm sure you'll find out what it is, but you should definitely be there. Well, one thing led to another and a long search in the intranet followed. And uh, I reached out to an email address to find out what Toastmasters was. Only to find out that that mail had gone to the former president of the club who was on a sabbatical in the UK. And, you know, my mail had gone all the way across the world to the United Kingdom for him to send it back again to Kolkata. And uh, January uh, 2016 is when I attended the first Toastmasters meeting as a guest. And I know I knew immediately that this is something that I want to do. Fun fact, the gentleman who actually pointed me to Toastmasters never was a Toastmaster himself. So there was no way I could go back and thank him for the wonderful service that he had done to me. So uh, you don't know the name of the person or you who introduced you to Toastmasters? No, no. I just knew him as a fellow participant. And then I, when I made inquiries, I found out that he was no longer there with the organization. So, you know, it's like karma. There's somebody who just comes to you and points in the right direction and then disappears. I think that's what has happened with me. That's uh, wonderful. So, uh, what was uh, your experience in your first meeting as a guest? Were you like... Uh, surprised at the way it was conducted or were you used to being in the public eye and delivering speech to an audience so it was comfortable for you or were you nervous like every one of us as while speaking on a table topic or how was it for you so i was already in a leadership position in tcs when i came into my first meeting and i was a fairly senior leader so when i came in over there i was not nervous i did participate in table topics and I enjoyed it, uh, you know, that the first time there was an appreciative audience, which was not there to judge you. Uh, but then uh, thereafter, I always kind of developed a fright because my club used to have all the champions of the district in their membership. And this fright was that I would never be good enough to speak in front of them. 
and i actually hit for 11 months before i gave my first speech which from a toastmasters perspective is a very long time but i was very good in hiding you know in a crowd i used to just go and give my table topics and come back so they never found me missing but there very few people found out that i've actually not been giving speeches but then i was lucky that i had a vice president of education who found me out and then just went hammer and tongs at me to give my first speech and that started a journey which is still continuing and slowly and steadily i started enjoying the journey thank you thank you i think uh, that's one unique perspective to have now uh, i would like to ask you that when did you decide to take up leadership role and what was your first leadership role in toastmasters so it's very funny you know uh, we now have the tli trainings which then used to be called the club officer training program and uh, when i became a member the first cotp came in and uh, you know they told me that as you do not have any ec position you're welcome to go ahead and join any trainings and uh, being vain as i was i went ahead and enlisted myself for the president's training and when i landed up over there with the current president of my club he spent the entire period you know staring at me then wondering why is this guy over there when he's not even the sergeant at arm and he's got the knack of coming and attending the president's training well 7 months from that training i actually ended up opening the second toastmasters club in tcs and when the club opened i was the only person who was trained to be the president so while a lot of people's toastmasters leadership journey starts from the sergeant at arms my journey started from the president and ended with the sergeant at arms so i went the other way around that's wonderful that's a unique thing to have like many people many of us start from the sergeant at arms or the treasurer or the secretary you started with the president so that's unique as well uh, now distinguished toastmaster chayan i would like to ask you that since you have immense amount of corporate experience you have been there in mncs led teams and various organizations what is that one thing which toastmasters gave you which made job over there easier or do you think there are there are two different things to handle toastmasters leadership and leadership in your organization no i think there is a lot of connection between the two i certainly feel that my time in toastmasters made me a better leader in my professional life uh more importantly because toastmasters taught me the importance of planning and the importance of withstanding pressures you know uh, if you are managing clubs in areas and so on there are so many different kinds of pressures that keep coming on you you know there's a club which is not doing well or there's a club where members are not there there's some club where meeting is not happening a lot of people get flustered with that but i think uh, i was fortunate that the leaders under whom i worked in they were patient with me they said that that's okay there are times when things don't go as per plans but keep doing the right thing and the tide will change and i think that is a learning which i took to my corporate life and i found that working because you know in a corporate leadership role there are so many different pressures that come in but i think the ability to withstand that pressure is something that i learned in toastmasters and the second thing which i am thankful to toastmasters is uh, is that it developed a clarity on communication in me uh many a times i go back and see in my uh, professional world there are my peers who go about trying to say something but they kind of overcomplicate the communication that the entire message is lost uh, i was able to cut through that you know jargon and just speak clearly speak efficiently to ensure that the central message was understood by people and uh, the message was not lost in translation so as to speak 
That's amazing. I think that's one thing which Toastmasters always teaches us to get to the point very quickly and uh, say what's only necessary. And now I would like to ask you that as young individuals, one thing which we always struggle is to balance Toastmasters if we have a leadership role. I have seen it in my clubs, I have seen it in my area that many people when they get into a new job or a new B school, they tend to I think for a lack of another word, avoid Toastmasters because they think it's too much pressure. So what is that having handled immense amount of work pressure that you face at your office and having taken up many district leader roles here, how do you think you manage stuff and what is that one thing you would like to tell people who think and feel pressurized when they get into a new responsibility? See, it's a question of how important is it to you? For me, Toastmasters now is like a weekly drug, right? You have to be in that meeting. You have to speak. Otherwise, you feel that something is amiss. Uh, I think in the most difficult periods also where there was a lot of demand from work, I still found time once a week to at least attend one meeting. Uh, normally, I attend more than one meeting in a week. you know. But it kind of comes around that what is the way you can manage your time? Uh, it is not possible always to you for you to be present in your home club and that's I am also guilty of that because sometimes the timings don't work out but nevertheless I ensure that during the week I'm attending some Toastmasters meeting and I think the virtual medium allows you a lot of opportunity and flexibility to attend meetings all across the globe and I think one of the things that I have been very proud about that since 2020 since the pandemic hit us I have had an opportunity of visiting more than 30 countries in different Toastmasters club uh, and at my flexibility, you know, so for example, if I was sitting and there was like uh, half an hour between two meetings and I was nothing to do, I would just find out if there is a meeting there and just quickly log in. And the best part about online meeting is that it's just a click, right? And you get transported to different corners of the world while you're sitting in your bedroom. So I think uh, it's it's just been the need. I think for me, there's a weekly need uh, to be in a Toastmasters meeting to speak out because... Uh, I think table topics is something which is very important for uh, corporate leaders because we face these situations day in and day out. And you can only be fluent in them if you're doing it regularly. So I think it also becomes an essential job skill that you keep practicing to ensure that, you know, as they say, you practice in peace so that you're ready for war. So I think that for me is my practice in peace to ensure that I'm you know fully capable when things go south and you have to manage things. Thank you. Thank you. Now I would like to discuss the other aspect of Toastmasters, which is speech contests and being a leader and being a Toastmaster. What were your experiences with speech contests and what is that one learning which you got from speech contests that you still cherish and remember? Uh, it's interesting when you mentioned that, you know, I've had this very deep desire to participate in a speech contest and I was someone who actually stayed away for it for a long time. Uh, so since 2016 to till I think 2019, I never participated in any contest, right? While a lot of people told me you should go and try, etc. And 2019, I went about trying my luck uh, with the humorous speech contest, uh, the international speech contest, and the table topics contest primarily. In the humorous speech contest, I lost to the person who became the eventual district humorous speech champion. So I definitely feel that I lost to one of the best speakers who were there in the district, right? Uh, in table topics, I lost to someone who became the first runners-up in the district, right? Uh, evaluation, I was an area champion and, you know, I went to the district. 
but then what happened is that the district decided that the, this guy is competition so thereafter they kept making me a district leader thereby making me ineligible to participate in any contest um, first year i kind of tried to bend the rule by going and taking membership in a different district and participating just for the heck of participating and i actually uh, made a podium finish in the uh, division over there but then next day next year toastmasters came down and plugged that loophole saying that if you are a district officer sorry you can't participate in any district so you know it's a toss up by not taking a district role and participating or taking a district role and not participating uh, i felt that toastmasters has given me a lot so for the moment i'm trying my best to give it back but uh, surely one day there's definitely going to be that speaker in me is going to come through and participate in contests all over again thank you that's wonderful i hope we see you at this stage of world championship of public speaking very soon as well uh, now sen will discuss some the thing about your current role as the district chief judge uh, what is that one thing which you are looking forward to do something differently this year be it in terms of training the judges or organizing contests and what is that one thing you wish to see different this year so it is interesting you mentioned this you know when we started this year i was in deep conversation with the program quality director distinguished toastmaster kaushik bhattacharya uh, saying that what is our goal you know and i think the goal that both of us felt was most important is that we should work towards ensuring that our champion makes it all the way to the world championship of public speaking and one of the things we felt this could happen is that when we standardize the judging practices across the district uh initially you know you would have seen that judges training was conducted by district different areas different divisions by different trainers coming in you know while there was a consistent material but then what they delivered uh, there was a lack of standardization so we worked hard to ensure that we were able to standardize the content and it went on where i decided that you know i am going to go ahead and do all these trainings for the entire district you know across the year to ensure that there is one standard training which is received by all the people who are coming into judges training to ensure that that inconsistency between the trainings are removed because only when we develop good judges will we have great champions going forward and that's what you know toastmasters is here for to ensure that the best and the most capable participants go forward i think i had one experience of this in my role as a division director where we found out such a talent and i was very proud to see that my division champion actually ended up being the district international speech champion so i did to told me that what you did was right and this is something that could just be extrapolated to the entire district so that we can find the very best in the district and bring them to the podium and bring the standard of competition to that level that you know whoever went through was someone who was surely there to be in the finals of the world championship so i think that's something that we are very passionate about uh, and we definitely strive to do that that's wonderful i hope district 124 soon has a world champion of public speaking maybe this year who knows now uh, i would like to ask my last and final question which is what is your one message to people who are still contemplating whether they should join toastmasters or not whether it's the right thing to do or whether it is suitable for them or not so i would probably explain it in this way that you know there are many times in your life when you see a path but you're not sure whether you put your first foot forward and you're contemplating whether this is the right thing whether this is the right time i discovered toastmasters in my 30s when i look back i would have loved to discover it in my teens and i ensured that my 10 year old daughter is a member of a gavel club eventually to become a toastmaster and i feel that the early that the children get exposed to toastmasters it 
helps them in becoming more confident in whichever line they choose in their lives and um, as i have suffered to a large part you know i suffered for stage fright for over 20 years before i discovered toastmasters and got over that problem there are so many wonderful ideas which lie inside each one of us if you are able to bring that out if you can encourage those people to take that first step you know the there's a long journey of a thousand steps which can start and that journey is going to be fabulous because it's going to give a new direction to different people that this is an alternate way that you may not have considered i think if you look at human evolution it's always been that vital few people who took that first step and moved forward and there were so many who followed them afterwards i would encourage anybody who's not experienced toastmasters or is still thinking whether toastmasters is right or not to just try that maybe try it for the first 6 months try it for your first speech your second speech and who knows you know you may be the inspiration which is going to drive the next generation and we would be so proud to see if that happens thank you that's wonderful i hope people get inspired to join toastmasters and leverage it for their benefit and give back soon as a leader as well thank you so much distinguished toastmaster chan for being there for k area k1 today at the fourth episode of connect thank you so much for being there thank you so much for this wonderful initiative thank you for having me here thank you sir